hey, welcome back. Looks like you've rolled a nat 20 for your perception. And you found, oh, the turn one scoop with me, one of your hosts, Pablo. And, well, I rolled a nat one, so I have no idea where Michelle is. Where are you, Michelle? I poked my own eyes out. It sucks to be you, because I am descending down a large, large flight of stairs. Forever. forever. Not forever, not forever. <laughs> Saying words. But I, uh, it, it's very dark. It's, it's kind of dank. Uh, but I'm, I'm heading down, buddy. Man, you're always in like these weirdest places. But what? okay. <laughs> the deep, dark, dank. Got it. I have All zero right. idea. <laughs> Completely nil. Not like last time. Where are you, Michelle? I'm about to descend into a dungeon. The, the card is called Dungeon Descent. It is a land, and it enters the battlefield tapped, and you can tap it to add a colorless mana, but also you can pay for it to tap it to tap and untap a legendary creature you control, and then venture into a dungeon. What? Activate only a sorcery. Oh, well, yeah, that's always a tagline that they put into these uh, delving into the dungeon cards, or at least a lot of them. I am surprised. What? We're doing another Dungeons & Dragons card set review? But, Michelle, didn't we just do one of these? Like, literally just do one of these? We we did. Quite literally, last week we did one of these. Though, uh, I've been told that there are more cards from... Uh, another set, which I do not know the name of, but here we are! <laughs> yes, uh, we are doing part two. Not really part two, because technically this is a completely different set from the Adventures in the Forgotten Realms uh, main standard set. This is the Commander's Turn 1 Scoop review of ah. uh, the <laughs> Adventures of the Forgotten Realms Commander set. We don't nice. know what this set is called. I, I've tried. I did my Google foo. Like the the closest I can come up to is on the wizard site. It says the Adventures in the Forgotten Realms Commander set, and I'm like, okay, that's what I'll say. That's the set. All right. Well, here we are, folks. Back at it again with some more reviews. Same thing like last time. We have no idea what we're going into. Uh, because this will be the first time we've seen these cards. Yep, and that's how we always do our ice cream reviews. We just we just pop open the top and just oh man, I what I don't know what flavor. flavor is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's blue. Let's go. <laughs> um, before that, some little housekeeping. We do have to at least mention the new mechanics of this set, and of course our rating scale. Michelle, which one would you like us to do first? Okay, well, if we're talking about the new mechanics, are you talking about the same mechanics as in Adventures of the Forgotten Realms? Yes, but for the, I guess, I don't know, uh, very small percentage of people who might go into this episode specifically as their first episode, um, yeah, we should probably explain those. And since you mentioned the uh, set mechanics before our rating system, what set mechanic do you want to talk about first, Michelle? Well... Uh, I started off with land that involves going into a dungeon, so we can start with dungeons! Yay! Dungeons are a whole thing. You put you put your dungeon cards in the command zone uh, in any format. <laughs> True. 
in any yeah, format. So that does not have formats. to be in EDH or Commander, right? You, you could be playing Standard and have a Command Zone. So you put that in your Command Zone, and then any card that tells you to enter the dungeon, you take a little mini or a scrap of paper or something. Something to mark your way into the dungeon. These cards typically have like three, four, maybe five, like layers to them and so each card that tells you to go into the dungeon you just kind of descend into the dungeon until you finish with it uh one dungeon the dungeon of the mad mage does have seven levels no matter which yes. way you go which is fun but the the last level of the mad mage's dungeon is draw three and cast a spell for free that's always pretty fucking cool yeah, free spells are always nice. Typically with each layer, there's some kind of effect that happens when you get into that floor. Uh, and so very cute, very cute, very fun mechanic. <laughs> and from what I've been seeing people do is they actually take their d20 and use that as their way to uh, note where on the dungeon card they are. See, now people have other uses for a d20, which you now have to have uh, for magic. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> if you want to uh, hear us talk like for five minutes about how funny it was that standard, modern, vintage, legacy, all these formats have a command zone whether they want to or not, and also have to, at some points in their um, tournaments, pull out a D20 and have to use it, uh, you, can, you can go back one episode and listen to us then. But uh, we're not, we're not going to dwell on it too much today. Mm-hmm. Speaking of dungeon rolling... Well, dungeon rolling, dice rolling. Uh, what's the other mechanic for Adventures in Forgotten Realms, Michelle? That that is a good question, Pablo. Uh, I can't pull it off off the top of my head, Pablo. Please tell me the answer. <laughs> Bro, there's. I just I, I I dropped so many clues. Dice rolling. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, was I, like, mean, oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize that was the name of the actual mechanic. Okay, I, like like there are cards now in Adventures of the Forgotten Realms that tell you roll a d twenty to to do some kind of effect. Yeah, that's that's it. That's literally it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> some of them, some of them, you roll in that one, and bad things happen to you. But most of them are like split. Evenly between, uh, well, not even evenly, 1 through 9 and 10 through whatever else. So it's weighted to you getting something nice more often mm-hmm. than not. Mm-hmm. Except, except for the few ones that do have a nat 1, which are always fun. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fun in quotations. Uh, there is, I guess, one other mechanic that we can talk about, and that's, and that's pack tactics. It's it's not really anything. You get a bonus if you have six power attacking. I there are there are more interesting things. Okay, we don't need to, okay. we don't need to stay too long on that one. Right, but there enough. we go. That's the uh, as succinctly as Michelle has put it, the new mechanics of the set. And now we go on to my favorite part of these reviews. Melted. Radi- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You go on, Michelle. You go on. Our, our rating system, which does include Melted. I guess we'll we'll just start from the very bottom. Melted. Cards <laughs> that suck. Cards that suck. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, this rating scale is for cards that are commander-worthy only. Um, we, there's other places where you can get full set reviews, but in our reviews, basically, we just look at whether these guys on our little ice cream cone can stand to be somebody who hangs out in your command zone or in a puddle uh, mm-hmm. in the bottom of the trash can. So 
which is where Melted comes from, right? And so Melted are essentially cards that either get outclassed by other older cards or just... We, they just make us feel very bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. It used to be we tried to be uh, very uh, subjective about this, and nah, dude. <laughs> now, now we we are. We just if 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 a card makes us feel bad, <laughs> we we say it's melted. Um, but when we are being objective or subjective. The one where we're being truthful and looking at it for its worth rather than our objective. feelings. Objective, yes. When we're being objective, um, these are cards that basically are worth their mana and... Oh, uh, for Melted anyway, are not worth their mana, excuse me. Uh, and just do not belong in a deck at all. At all, mm. at all. They don't even fit... Like, they're sideways cards. Like, they're Yu-Gi-Oh!-sized Japanese fits. If somebody sees you shuffling that up, they'll go, hey, that doesn't belong in there. Um, mm -hmm. Most of these are going to be, like, the vanilla commanders that cost 12 but do nothing yes. from yes. Legends. <laughs> <laughs> or stuff that uh, just is not, not... not I wouldn't say not good, but there have been better versions of before, like uh, Thrasta versus Galta. Mm -hmm. Th or, Thrasta is, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say Cody. Cody. Yeah. Um, I did get one email from somebody. Oh, did you really? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> he said that uh, Cody does have some high power and uh, CEDH builds around him because they just want to get to Adnaz the fastest. Ah. I will say to that. Cody, even then, is still melted because we compared uh, Cody to Golos. Cody is still melted because literally, bro, there are just way easier ways to get Adnaz in your hand. I mean, yes, Cody is a guaranteed way to do it, but there are also way <laughs> easier ways. I am not shifting on Cody. Cody is melted okay. as fuck. <laughs> I did... I'm just happy that someone has emailed about this podcast <laughs> regarding some of the things we said. It's like, oh no, people are listening. Yes. <laughs> I, had a, I had a bet with myself on whether our first email was going to be positive or negative. And I'm uh, glad I was correct. Was it I went, you, yeah, it was negative? Did you bet negative? Hey. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> negative Nancy. It wasn't like the worst email of all time. It was it was a DM actually, not an email. But um, yeah, it, it was like, uh, you guys, you do know the blah, blah, blah. It was negative in tone, but it's okay, man. You're right. You're correct. I am not shifting on my uh, <laughs> stance about Cody. Uh, but you are correct. Cody is playable in other places. He's just not cool. Okay. Because he's melted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, fair enough, fair enough. And so that's melted. Uh, going up the ladder here, we've got uh, Gallon Tub, which are cards that are just straight up busted. Yes. Uh, CEDH level, typically. CEDH level, yep, yep, yep. Um, we were talking about stuff that... Uh, Gallon Tub is a little more flexible because sometimes there are CEDH cards that either combo out or are just super, super good enough, they might not be the general. A lot of them can be, though. But mm -hmm. whatever the reason, they are going to find like a very big home in CEDH. Uh, we were talking about Ragavan and uh, Fiddlebender. Those guys mm -hmm. may or may not 
be straight up, oh man, you are in CDH level lobby room, boys, but they are in the same building. Not like the rest of these that are just fun, but technically would get completely outclassed in CDH. Yep, and so that's Gallon Tub. Uh, and then we have Double Scoop, which are cards that are good enough to be commanders, but not necessarily strong enough for them to be busted. Yeah. They're the interesting ones. They're the ones that you want to see more of in your play. Like, you always want to have access because you're going to have two scoops <laughs> of <Yeah>! this commander. <laughs> uh, and that's why we call Double Scoop our uh, commander-worthy rating. Yes, yes. very, And this will typically be the, the rating that we give uh, out the most, uh, I feel like. Because most of the, the commanders we, we review... They're, they're commander-worthy. Good old yeah. fun times. Uh, they haven't really made any bad commanders, especially in the, com the commander sets. They've, mm -hmm. they've made some that need a lot more work. Like, a lot more work. I'm, I'm looking at Rionia. I'm never going <laughs> to let that go. But <laughs> technically, Rionia, as hard as it is to use her ability... She is a double scoop commander. She's interesting enough. She has a fun theme. You want to have access to Rionia. So that's yeah. that's where double scoop comes in. Alright, and then for everything else that does not fit into double scoop uh, is the single scoop territory, which are cards that are better off in the 99. Yep. Just by the virtue of them being legendary, that means that they're ahead of the mana curve. You get more value from these cards no matter what because they're legendary. Mm -hmm. uh, most cards that are legendary, by the way, can be your commander. You just you just can do it. But mm -hmm. single scoop is the one where you don't feel so bad when you draw into it rather than have it just hanging out in the command zone. Yeah, and so that's our rating system that we will be using today. And today we're going to be talking about these commando boys and or girls from this unknown named set. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and some of them are it's. Some of them are very much it's, by the way. Oh, true. Here we go. We're just going to head right into it because I'm I'm thinking there's only nine of them that we're going to be mm. reviewing. There's only nine of them altogether. Mm. Uh, some some all-stars like Itali are also reprinted in the commander box sets for uh, the commander precons for AFR. But, but the thing is, do, do you really want to hear about Itali? Do you really want to hear about Itali for the billionth time? We're just doing the cards that are new. Okay, so in uh, celebration of the fact that this is a and d set, how about we roll off to see who goes first, Michelle? Okay, you ready? Alright. Alright, here we go. We're rolling off to see who gets to go first. Roll for initiative. Clickety-clackety of my dice. Here we go. Roll. Oh, nat 20, bitch! <laughs> ah, I got a 12, and I was feeling pretty good. Oh, well. <laughs> Michelle makes three treasure tokens, or anything Suck else. That... you, boy! <laughs> well, you go first, then. Alright, so first off on this list, we've got Vrondis, Rage of Ancients. Really cool-looking dragonborn boy here, but cost three, and uh, a red and a green, legendary dragon barbarian. Uh, its ability in Rage says, Whenever Vrondis Rage of Ancients is dealt damage, you may create a 5-4 red and green dragon spirit creature token with, When this creature deals damage, sacrifice it. Interesting. Uh, but also, whenever you roll one or more dice, ooh, rolling dice, you may have Vrondis deal one damage to itself. 
Weird. Okay. This gives me Zalto vibes. This is what I uh -huh. wish Zalto had. Honestly, I just wish Zalto had one more toughness. Because <laughs> this, this dude is doing it. This dude is doing it. Um, what do you think, Michelle, as far as the rating go? Alright, well, I'm just reading this for the first time. So I'll go back over it again. So whenever he's dealt damage, you create a dragon. I wonder if you would be able to take advantage of the sacrifice mechanic in Gruul. I don't know if Gruul has like a lot of sack uh, shenanigans going on in it. Um, for a lot of the the sets where Golgari was dominant, you have some Golgari cards that are mm -hmm. mono green, mo mono green obviously, mm -hmm. but tend towards being more sack happy, like uh, perilous forays, perilous ventures. I can't remember what it was, but basically you're sacrificing creatures and getting something in in return. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's there's ways to to take advantage of it. I, I can definitely see a few things. I, I wouldn't know about abusing it, but there are ways to take advantage of it. Alright, well, fair enough, fair enough. I was, uh, that was the only thing I was kind of curious about. Other than that, I mean, he, he just creates big-ass dragons, bro. He makes dragons as big as himself. Yep. They, they uh, have flying. I assume they have flying. No, uh, they're, they're basically dragon. him. Oh, okay. Okay, so I guess dragon spirit creature tokens do not have flying. And so yeah. He just creates more of him. I think that's yeah. kind of cool, you know? He's like, ooh, I hurt, but fuck you. I make more! He's basically bringing ghosts of his ancestors back, yeah. which is fine. Um, and I do enjoy that they don't have flying, because that means that these things are dragonborn, rather yeah. than just full-on dragons. Alright, well that's cool then. It fits very closely in with the barbarian class, I think, right? Where barbarians just kind of, don't they just deal damage to themselves when they like get enraged? Right. No, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't... Well, I mean, I guess Totem Barbarians might still be... Uh, just talking about D&D. They, they might still do this thing, but... I think it also ties in with the actual Barbarian class card that's coming out in the Adventures of Forgotten Realms oh. set. That one actually cares about when you're rolling things, or it doubles okay. the roll. So... Uh, not that not that it works with Vrondis specifically, but at least when you see you have the Barbarian class and you have Vrondis, you go, ah, yes, synergy. Yes, rolling dice, which he also has, and so I quite like him. He seems very fun. I will put him in double scoop because he doesn't seem like he's super duper busted, but he does seem like there are a lot of random shenanigans you can pull off with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of tangents that you can take this ability on i'm again i'm not gonna say anything other than like hey this seems like a very combat based <laughs> commander but but it isn't gruel what were you expecting yeah um uh, but that's marondis he's yeah, a cool scoop. boy he's got a big tummy uh he's got cool art and he's got some cool friends yeah, that are all his ancestors. <laughs> well, maybe maybe he's not so cool. I mean, it's he's just hanging out with his with his grandma. <laughs> no, Grandma's boy. Um, <laughs> Rondus also double scoop. By the way, guys. Um, again, we are just seeing these cards for the first time. I literally do not see how any of these would go under a double scoop rating. Just, yeah. just so you know. Well, um, unless you're like Witherbloom, in which case, and it's like, okay, well, oh, yeah. sucks to be you, buddy. You're you're a commander, uh, but you suck. 
<laughs> Michelle very much hates tappet sorcery speed abilities. It's yeah, it's, it's just unfortunate, but it's it's fine. <laughs> they can be strong too, Michelle. Whatever, dude. I mean, look, it, it's fine uh, sometimes when it, it doesn't like affect the game nearly as much. Like with whatever card we were talking about last episode. Oh, fiddle, 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 diddle. Yeah, that's fine. I guess it sucks, but it is what it is. But with the weather bloom, it it, it, it nerfs him quite a bit. So or nerfs her it, quite it, a bit. So, so. It, it just sucks. Period. Got it. Because <laughs> fiddlebender, if it's strong enough to make up for uh, the uh, sorcery speed, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of strength, let's take a look. See, at this next one, Clouth, the unrivaled ancient. Unrivaled. It's unrivaled let's see because this mana cost is pretty unrivaled oh god <laughs> uh, <laughs> five colorless a red and a green for a legendary dragon sure a four four hey. oh wow it, he's it, kind of small oh, god damn did that fail the vanilla test these these, abel- <laughs> these abilities better oh, wait, be like... wait 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 but it also has flying and haste so all right okay I mean, all right made, made up vanilla for taste. a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. still still losing out on this vanilla uh, vanilla test, but maybe this paragraph, this novel attached to the card will save it from failure in the vanilla test. <laughs> Whenever Clouth Unrivaled Ancient attacks, add X mana in any combination of colors where X is the total power of attacking creatures. Spend this mana only to cast spells until the end of turn. You don't lose this mana as steps and phases end. Oh, that seems like that could be pretty good, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, mana storage is pretty nice, and and Clouth does feed into the um, pack tactics theme of the set. But yeah, am I being too harsh on it? it it's it costs seven. That's... It does cost seven, but if you're running a in a deck where you have a bunch of creatures anyway, and assuming these creatures are huge, uh, total power of attacking creatures, that, that just means, like, you, you add up the power, right? And so it's not like the high... Okay, so I assume that these creatures are going to be big, and if you're attacking with, like, uh, let's just say three creatures that are, like, six, six, or whatever, that just gives you the 18... 18 mana. 18 mana to work with to cast any spell. I guess it'll work in a fireball deck. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? This 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 would be just shitloads of huge dudes and uh, pump and anthem and overrun abilities, and yep. the rest of your cards are fireballs. Yep. You know, yeah, it could work. God, that mana Look, cost though. You're in is... green. You're in green. You'll find yeah, ways you're to right, ramp. You're, right. you're in green. It'll be fine. I feel like it's he's 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 okay. I like him. I'm okay. gonna give it a reluctant double scoop just because I'm so afraid of seven CMC. I mean, y- you know, yeah, yeah, but I won't take it away though. I won't take it away from him. He is double scoop. Ah, oh, goddamn, seven CMC though. Ugh. Double scoop, but in a flavor that you were just kind of okay with. Yeah, uh, this is this is kind of like um, pistachio or something, I guess. Wow, what 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 do people like pistachio, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. People do like pistachio, but it, either you have to be that kind of person, 
uh, which I'm saying is the gruel beat-em-up person, or you mm -hmm. have to be in the mood for pistachio, which yeah, is very much enough. what big mana is. <laughs> big mana swing. That's the crux of this. This is swing to get big mana, and that's like, oh man... <laughs> One one removal and your your carefully calculated gruel math goes out the window. <laughs> You're in gruel calculating math. What is this? <laughs> yeah, well, gruel math because it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I I like I like the big the big swinger big big swingy boy. So I'm okay with it. All right. All right. So, so uh, continuing on with uh, the gruel camp here, we've got Wolfgar of Icewind Dale. Yay, uh, this guy's uh, one of Drizzt's buddies. Ah, yes, of course. So he has to be super cool, right? I uh, hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so three colorless, a red, and a green. Legendary human barbarian, another barbarian. Okay, he's gotten melee. Uh, whenever this creature attacks, it gets a plus one, plus one until end of turn for each opponent you attacked this combat. Hmm. Okay. Spreading damage. All right. Sorry. Uh, right. Go wide. If a creature you control attacking would cause a triggered ability of a permanent that you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Now that is crazy. That's good. That's pretty good. Yeah, dude. Imagine you have these attack to to draw motherfuckers. You get to draw twice! Draw twice! Twice to draw! <laughs> That's where Michelle goes. Gruel would go, what about the ones that go double <laughs> the strength? But nah, Michelle's like, but what if you draw, though? <laughs> nice. Um, and then if, I you like play it with, uh, if you play it with Claw, twice the mana, okay? <laughs> oh, twice right, the mana! Right. <laughs> um, it, just as an aside, this is uh, a very nice portrait of Wolfgar as well. Wolfgar, there are some times when he's sad and mad as the <laughs> king, uh, and there's times when he's happy like this barbarian guy. This is the Wolfgar of simpler times, when he okay. was just, you know, smashing shit with his buddies, rather than, you know, the whole heavy is the head that wears the crown bullshit. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> well, he's very cool, so I will put him at double scoop. Uh, and a flavor that I quite like, but not necessarily my favorite flavor. I think, and you know what? It's weird, because most of the time when I say it like this, it's it's controversial in the way like, oh, it's melted, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I think this guy actually fits better in the 99. I think this uh, Wolfgar is single scoop, um, because he feels a lot like Panharmonicon or Yarrick. Yeah. And as, uh, as much as I like Yarrick... The double trigger effects, like also like Taza, they they are only good if there are a lot of them in Magic. Attack triggers, not too many. You have to really build, really, really build your deck around Wolfgar, or you can have um, Wolfgar be in a deck that has a commander that already has a really good triggered ability to begin with. Um, uh, but that's just my two cents. I actually think that it's it's very easy to put him as a double scoop too. I, I just think it's better for him to be in the ninety nine rather than leading the band. I mean that's fair, but if you're playing him as a commander, you're in gruel colors, which uh, prime attacking colors. I assume there will be creatures that will have attacking triggers. It, it's fine. He seems he's fun. He seems fun. Yeah, no, double uh, scoop. Very, very good. Very Primary good. For me, double scoop for Michelle <laughs> and. Um, Single scoop for me. You know what? For me, 
it's a single scoop, but with a really nice waffle cone or something. He's Ooh. he's more than just single scoop. He's he's more than just single scoop. But I don't know if I would ever put him in the command zone personally. Personally. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, but we we're done with dumb smash. Now we're getting <laughs> into big brains. Ooh. Going into the biggest shiniest brain I've seen in a while. <laughs> <laughs> with with Sephiroth of the Hidden Ways, uh, one Esper, I mean, not one Esper, but just Esper colors, so one white, one blue, one black, a Human Wizard, 2-3, so you know what, actually okay. not bad as far as the body goes for okay. the vanilla test, yeah. Whenever one or more creature cards are put into your graveyard from anywhere, venture into the dungeon. Mm. What?! <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> From anywhere? Hmm. Now, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, as Michelle was mentioning, unfortunately, <laughs> this ability triggers only once each turn. That's still pretty good, dude. <laughs> this is true. Okay, go keep going, Pablo. Last ability, Create Undead, which is its spell ability. Whenever you complete a dungeon, return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Boy! Uh, what the hell? Boy! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? Um, damn. Great Double card. What a, yeah. fun, what a fun person, guy. Whatever. Girl. Michelle, Michelle snuck in there uh, with that double scoop, but I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't Sorry. disagree. Wow, what a good commander. I was wondering what the flat-out, undisputable uh, dungeon commander was going to be. Because we saw Nadar, we saw Zalto, we saw a bunch of other ones. Mm -hmm. Acerarak was also a contender, but Acerarak was so tied into his own dungeon that, you know, kind of like, I don't, I don't know if you, if you want to say that he's the king of the dungeons, but Sephiroth. Mm-hmm pure fucking royalty yep so you do have to you do have to play with your graveyard which is which is whatever you're an orzog you're, you're gonna you're do black. that anyway yeah. yeah yeah it'll be fine bless uh Sephiroth has a way to bring back your creatures anyway from the graveyard so built-in recursion okay yeah wow it's in the reanimator colors orzov and uh you know orzov and it's in the self mill colors of Demir. Mm-hmm. And I guess control for blue and white, but that's that's <laughs> not who Sephiroth is. That is not who Sephiroth is. Holy shit. Um I it's too bad that the ability that gets triggered is the dungeon ability. Because mm -hmm. if it was any other ability like draw a card or scry or something or cast the things at um reduced amount, I would I would be so tempted to say that this was Gallon Tub. Well, you know, you're in the the Adventures of Forgotten Realms where dungeons are a big mechanics, so they gotta they gotta put in a dungeon commander in there somewhere. So, no, I I completely agree. Plus, uh, the thing is, it's not like the the dungeon mechanics are bad. They're all pretty mm. good, except for except for Oubliette. <laughs> Oubliette, okay. terrible as a card, terrible as a dungeon mechanic. For, I see. Uh, not and I say that as in um, uh, terrible for for other people because you're just Cancer. speeding through the dungeon, yeah, or or you're taking something away from somebody. Oubliette in in all in all manners is is pretty good. Um, yeah. But yeah, what 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 do you think, Michelle? Do you like having uh, 
dungeon delving pretty much grave robbing at this point <laughs> dude i've always thought the dungeon mechanic was very very cute okay and sephiroth just enables me to keep dungeoning okay i'm I, i'm into it okay and it's in your favorite shard too yes esper the best the best of colors bro you have your <laughs> dak and deck you have yenit and are you gonna make sephiroth too I, I don't know. Uh, I'll think about it after I finish off the other two decks that are on my list that I still need to do. <laughs> I have a backup, uh, okay? All the flavors of Esper for <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> but that Sephiroth very strong, very powerful. Uh, mm -hmm. Deserves its place as the frontmost card of the Esper deck. Nice. Yep. Uh, now, also in Esper colors here, we've got Nihilor. Sounds like Nihilist. Is he a Nihilist? I don't know. Or may maybe it's a Nautilus. Oh, uh, not a no. Wow, so clever. <laughs> yeah, so many names. <laughs> so, uh, Nihilor for two colorless, white, blue, and a black. So a little bit more expensive at five, but legendary horror. Uh, whenever Nihilor enters the battlefield for each opponent, tap up to one untapped creature you control. When you do gain control of target creature, that player controls with power less than or equal to the tap creature's power as long as you control Nihilor. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Whenever you attack with a creature, uh, with a creature an opponent owns, you gain two. <laughs> you gain two life, and that player loses two life. Bro, I'm a suicide and say double scoop. <laughs> double. Okay. So, so, so. He's an ETB boy. Uh, he's a commander, so you probably don't want to ETB him via commander like tax. But you're in you're an Esper, so there are many ways to blink a boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then you just tap your creatures, and then you steal your opponent's creatures, and then you attack with your opponent's creatures, and then they just get fucked. <laughs> and that did. I'm I'm all in double scoop. He's very this is funny. a dangerous commander. Because as with every other mind control commander, with Meiriki, with um, Jalava, with any theft commander, mm -hmm. uh, send triplets is a direct cognate for Nailor. So, you know, these, oh man, this is going to be such a lightning bolt. If if you can even resolve it without eating yep. four counter spells, yeah. Um, suit this guy up suit it up with anything that you got your curators ward you got your lightning you got your boots lightning greaves and uh swift foot you just do something don't cast this out into the field of nothing and just expect it to survive because bro people will absolutely hate you once yeah. the war, uh gets down on the floor it is insta hate card, which which you're not wrong, Pablo. And so, uh, still very much double scoop because he's very funny, uh, and I like the idea of uh, killing your opponents with their own creatures because it's very funny. Uh, but yes, and not even careful. through attacks, just <laughs> just from, from the drain, the suck, and just sucking suck. your brains. Get sucked. Uh, <laughs> small aside, uh, I still think that they should have made an illithid um, creature type. But I guess this is fine too. They're, I horror. I, they're, they're horrors, right? They're horrors. Yeah, maybe maybe there's just too many creature types, Pablo, and they just didn't want to add another one. Beholder got one. What the fuck? Oh, you're right. 
yeah, anyway, it's it's fine. It's okay. Um, anything else you'd like to add before we go on to the next one? Nah, he's cool. All right, cool. Then we're going to the next one and one of the few monocolor commanders of this set, mm-hmm. Min, the Wily Illusionist, a one blue blue gnome wizard. So this is actually very cool to see gnomes as a non-artifact creature type. Most of the time when they had gnomes back in older magic sets, they're just stuff that other wizards made. Uh, But of course in Dungeons & Dragons, gnomes are their own fully-fledged race. So cool Mm -hmm. to see them as as not like tinker toys. Yes. Uh, Anyway, one and a three. So... Okay stats for a wizard. Mm-hmm. Whenever you draw your card, or whenever you draw your second card each turn, create a 1-1 one, one blue illusion creature token with this creature gets plus 1, plus 0 for each other illusion you control. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright, not bad, not bad. Mm-hmm. Whenever an illusion you control dies, you may put a permanent card with mana value less than or equal to the creature's power. Whoa, power? Ooh. From your hand onto the battlefield. A permanent? Ooh. Oh! Wow! Wow, free wow, cast? wow. Free cast. Free cast. Free cast. Free ca- yeah. You know what's great about, um, well, it's not as good as drawing cards or ramping, but it's pretty up there. I mean, it feels better, okay? It just feels good to... To, to, to cheat. Put, to cheat. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it feels good to cheat, okay? Okay. <laughs> Feels very good to cheat. And that's why we're going to give, well, I'm going to give Min a double scoop. I too will give her a double scoop. Uh, you were reading through her first like paragraph, and I'm like, okay, well, typical uh, blue draw shenanigans, whatever. And then and then free casting happens, and I'm like, oh, shit, dude. I'm in it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, there is... One small caveat, because you have to have your illusions die, mm-hmm. which is a little uh, a little iffy, because, you know, uh, blue isn't really known for its self-sacrificing nature. That's more uh, green, white, black's deal, uh, red when it's feeling really, <laughs> really froggy. Uh, yeah. Blue is blue actually likes having its stuff all together, so uh, might be might be a little bit tougher to pull off but man what a payoff what a payoff i mean it's still pretty good imagine like you have a field of illusions and then a board wipe happens uh and then you just put down cards from your hand for free oh that's true you people will just <laughs> not want to do board wipes on you yeah maybe, maybe they'll do bounce wipes but you know what that's fine <laughs> you get well, them all back i guess the illusions don't die if they get bounced do they Oh, yeah, that's right. No, no, no. The illusions do die. The illusions... Uh, they don't die. Excuse me. Oh. Right. Um, I, I, I was thinking... Um, <laughs> I was thinking a step ahead. There was a a set... I can't remember. Was it... It wasn't Torment. But there was a set in Magic where illusions were just all over the place. So you can't actually have permanent-type illusion creatures just running around rather than just waiting on Min to to draw that second card. Okay, fair enough. I mean, if you're into uh, Illusion as a tribe, seems like she'd be a good good, uh, good commander for that. Yep. Yeah, Mistform Ultimatus was the was the old one, that, but that was just Changeling on a stick. This one, uh, not that not that Changelings wouldn't fit in this deck. This deck is great for Illusions uh, yeah. as Changelings. Min, 
gimmicky, but a very cool gimmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I've said this, but double scoop for me. Yeah, same here, same here. Oh, I did say that in the very, <laughs> very beginning. Yes, double scoop for me as well. Yeah, all right. And that is, I think, our only blue commander uh, for this this review. Yeah, only mono blue commander mono blue. and uh, on, one of the only two mono anything creatures as well. True. Uh, that being said, moving on to uh, Rakdos here with uh, Prosper Tomebound. Interesting name. Is his name Prosper? I would... Y yes. <laughs> what is... Yeah. <laughs> yes. His name is his name. Yes. Alright. Prosper. Uh, for two colors, a black and a red, legendary Tiefling Warlock. Yo, Tieflings are cool. I've played a handful of Tieflings. Very cool, cool try. <laughs> Alright, so he's got Death Touch, which is already cool itself. Uh, his ability, Mystic Arcanum. At the beginning of your end step, exile the top card of your library until the end of your next turn, you may play that card. Cool. And then wow. his other ability, Pact Boom. Whenever you play a card from exile, create a treasure token. Whoa! So wow! His abilities that just work together! Dang! Uh, well... You know how we've been saying, hey, you should give white card draw and card <laughs> advantage. <laughs> this nah, this bro, guy heard it. And and just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the enemy colors of white? Yeah, they should get that too. Uh, not, oh, yeah. not to say that Wizards hasn't been doing a good job of, of putting up or upping white's card advantage or ramp abilities. But it's just funny to see this guy literally just do both at the same time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very cool. He's very cool. Uh, his abilities just work together. I guess my question is, Pablo, if Prosper, like, dies while you have something exiled, does that card just get exiled and you can't use it again? No, no, no. It's not tied to Prosper itself. The trigger um, is, is excuse me, uh, the trigger resolves completely. It's like... Um, o-ring or old o-ring uh okay. it, it'll remember that you can play it till next turn okay all right all right cool because <laughs> because i was concerned it was gonna be one of these things like uh i don't remember the name of the card last set but like in uh, the last review i mean but oh asmodeus yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's, that it's not that tied to, it's not to <laughs> this is the tiefling is better than the boss demon or ah, devil yes, okay. i should say <laughs> <laughs> when your subordinate is better than you but okay in that case he's a lot cooler okay uh double scoop for me buddy double it it i mean it's not draw a card but it's do a thing draw a card and it's the best kind of do a thing where you you just do nothing you just, did it. You, <laughs> you just, you just, you just sit there and you go <laughs> it's time to do the thing what thing yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it just works, and so I, I like him. Also, uh, big plus because he's a tiefling. So, yeah. Good shit. Uh, I wish there was more to add, but you, you just read this card, and you're happy with it. Good. <laughs> yes. Good. Um, so let's move on to something that's a little bit more complex with okay. Karazikar, the Eye Tyrant. Ah, yes. We, well, I mean, I'll, I'll get to it in a second, um, but this is one of those beholders we were talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, three black and a red for a 5-5 five, five 
flying colors in the vanilla test. Flying fucking colors. Good job, Karazikar. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else at this point is gravy. It is a legendary beholder. Yay, new creature type. Whenever you attack a player, tap target creature that player controls and goad it. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, okay right. sure. <laughs> um, and then whenever an opponent attacks another one of your opponents, you and the attacking player each draw a card and lose one life. Hey! All right, all right. That's... Draw. Yeah, do a thing, draw a card. <laughs> but, <laughs> but a little bit more interesting. No, this guy's super cool. Um, all right. Just going to come in here and say double scoop because this is a very fun commander. Not bad. Yeah, Rakdos colors very. It exudes a little bit of chaos, I feel like. It's like, here you go. Now your creature can't attack me and has to attack next turn. Yeah. <laughs> this is. Uh, and it's whenever you attack a player, player, period. It doesn't have to be Karazakar. Karazakar can just be, you know, hanging out in the back going, hey, you do it and you do it. Yeah. Um, if you want to be the decide, So this card isn't uh, complicated at all. It's it's a lot like um, Prosper, actually. It, it, it does what it says on the card, but this has a lot more play patterns than Prosper does. Yes, that's true. Uh, unfortunately, he is not in Naya, so I can't put him in Marisi, but he would have been very cool, Marisi, okay? Yeah, but it's okay, because Karazakar is actually a band leader itself. You know, he, oh. can, he, can, he can hold his own. He yeah. deserves to be put in front of the deck. That's true, that's true. You can also put uh, things like Grenzo, Havoc uh, Razor in him for extra goads. And oh, so, yeah. just extra extra cards, buddy! Goaty. <laughs> <laughs> you know how there's Cody? Well, there's Goaty! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> I'm very tempted to cut that joke out, but I'll probably keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Double scoop for me, kiddos! Double scoops all around. Cool, next one. Before we go on, have you... Uh, I, I recently came across the 1E art for Beholders, and, like, my god, are they cursed looking as fuck. <laughs> Dude, uh, literally, they just found people at the local bar. <laughs> well, not really. They, <laughs> they, they had a wargaming club, etc., that they just said, yeah. hey, can you, can you help draw? And they said, I have a pen, <laughs> and then hired them. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone here know how to draw? Uh, I got a, I got a marker. Good enough. <laughs> Get oh, in shit. here for our monster manuals. Dude, like looking through the one E monster manual, it's like a lot of these monsters are so cursed. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of them are just, just straight up imaginated, <laughs> imaginated crap that uh, Gary Gygax's friends made up, and a lot of them are also straight facelifts from <laughs> handfuls of Chinese knockoff toys they got from Chinatown. Oh, nice. <laughs> they just went like, hey, can we have some minis? Uh, what are minis? Uh, I don't know. Here's a dollar. Give me some small things. Okay, here you go. What are they? I don't know. <laughs> Pablo. Can I don't know if this is how this works, but can we make the thumbnail of this specific episode the one E version of the Beholder? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can make that happen. <laughs> I love it. Nice. It's just it's just an eyeball, and his mouth is like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that okay. was Karazikar and yeah. uh, Michelle laughing at Karazikar. <laughs> Uh, look, look, new new Beholder art, very scary, very menacing, old 
old Beholder art, very cute and funny. <laughs> you say cursed, I say blessed. <laughs> okay, blursed. Blursed images. <laughs> Alright, well, I think that was you, so the next one's me. Uh, moving on to our other monocolored commander here with Lorcan, Warlock Collector. Uh, big, big old cost here for five colorless and two black. Uh, Legendary Double. So, nice. I mean, it passes the vanilla test with flying and 6-6, six, six, so, I mean, it's yeah, not, yeah. it's not, it's fine. Uh, still big cost, still kind of scary, you're not in green this time, so, you know. Look, uh, man, people in Alpha would have been, wow, this is overpowered shit, okay? So, <laughs> so leave him alone. Okay, <laughs> He's fine. Okay. Alright, so whenever a creature card is put into an opponent's graveyard from anywhere, you may pay life equal to its mana value. If you do, put it onto the battlefield under your control. It's a warlock in addition to its other types. Uh, if a warlock you control would die, exile it instead. Well, more steel shenanigans. I'm always down for stealing. And graveyard hate. Yeah, <laughs> true. I like Lorcan. Uh, is it a boy or a girl? I cannot tell. I would say it's a boy. I think I've I've seen this character before, but I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna stick my flag into it. But Lorcan's cool. Steel steely boy. Um, so I'm double scoop. It's a little yeah, double scoop. Costs a little much uh, for seven, so it's a little scary. Uh, if it dies, then it'll cost nine. <laughs> you, you know what? Actually, here's here's what i'll say um mm -hmm. i actually think and this is genuine not like wolfric where i'm like oh wolfric wolfgar oh completely different uh character there. <laughs> um lorcan maybe there's a way to break him or maybe there's a way that has uh more synergy but lorcan feels like a 99 to me because just that exp it, it, it's just so expensive mm -hmm. and the effects are kind of just okay. They're not Yeah. They're not too crazy. You know what I mean? That's that's fair. I will accept this one as a ninety nine. Yeah. Um you can obviously you can uh make it a double scoop uh, or excuse me, your commander uh, any way you want, but you will be putting a lot more effort into this one for an effect that I don't know if you really wanna have. <laughs> Unless you just really want to steal creatures from an opponent's graveyard. I mean, like, if you pair this with, uh, is it Sir Conrad, the one that, uh... Yeah, yeah, that's, that cares if something is escaping. Yeah, so, the Sir Conrad, Sir Conrad also, like, mills cards, right? But that at that point, why don't you just put Sir Conrad in front of the deck and then have Lord Ken in the deck? You know, what I, I, mean? I don't know. What if you just want a consistent way to steal cards? Probably, I, I don't know. <laughs> the biggest problem I have with Lord Ken is that it's not like, um, say, Lisa, uh, Shroud of the Dusk from uh, Commander of Legends. Lorcan would be a bona fide, no uh, asterisks, full stop commander if Lorcan had lifelink. Mm. Right now, you are just paying so much for everything about Lorcan. Mana cost, the ability itself, and... Mm -hmm. I mean, well, those are just the two things, but that's a lot to pay for in one swing. So that's why I would say Lorcan, 99. All right, fair enough. I will accept this one. Not Wolfgar, though. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, fine, fine. I, I also... You know what? You're right. What was I thinking? Wolfgar, double double scoop all day. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't take it back, 
that, Pablo. <laughs> We're already many cards in, okay? You've already, you've already. Uh, okay, fine. I guess never it. mind. Wolfgar <laughs> again playing second fiddle to Drizzle. Uh, <laughs> Single I'm, scoop, I'm, said I'm, Pablo. I'm just kidding, but but also no. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's let's move on to our last deck. This last set of three, which I actually uh, appreciate. Um, Wizards always keeping their whole three new commander thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Galia, Kindler of Hope. Oh, ah, I would have nice, nice. Name. I would have said Galia, but is it Galia? It just doesn't matter. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who fucking cares with this made-up okay. bullshit? I see, I see. Okay. okay. <laughs> JK, okay. It, there is a proper way to say it. You should look it up. <laughs> Tell us later. Um, one colorless, green, uh, white, and a blue. Esper. Yay! Esper. Is it going to be mm. another Enchantress Commander? Let's yes, see. Esper. No, it's not. It's banned. It's Bant. Oh, you're right. Oh, no. That's two that I've been wrong. Which one? Oh. <laughs> Bant. Bant. Sorry. Excuse me. Um, so, Bant Chantress. Is this another Bant Chantress? Let's see if it's a Bant Chantress, because you know how Bant loves those Enchantresses. All right. 4-4. Four, four. Wait a second. Pretty good on the vanilla test. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Before anything else. It's a Elf Knight, and it looks like a Drow, actually. So, that's pretty cool. cool Vigilance. Cool. You may look at the top card of your library at any time. Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. Neat. Um... But but what makes it better, though? You may cast aura and equipment spells from the top of your library. When you <laughs> cast an equipment spell this way... Oh, equipment, okay. okay. It gains when this equipment enters the battlefield, attach it to target creature you control. Hey! Okay, so maybe not as enchantressy as I was gonna say, but this is still half and half into that enchantress lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, are enchantments and stuff, so... Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying, like, halfway there. Um, weird. Weird out of ten. I don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, I double scoop, I mean, though. Uh, Galea does not seem like a bad Voltron commander. I mean, it costs low enough to just to just cast. Even if it dies once, it's six, which, you know, not, not terrible. Uh, yeah. But I, the assumption is that you're gonna stick protection on it, so uh, not not a bad Voltron commander. The double Melted. scoop. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm, kidding. Scoop. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But also, kidding, kidding. Uh, free equip is uh, something that I always like, and so very nice, very fun. Okay. This does put me in a weird position where I do want to say that this is sort of melted because. <laughs> Galia yeah. is kind of like Tuvasa, uh -huh. but a little bit more wishy-washy. Cause as 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 nice as it is to have these colors, this isn't really the equipment colors either. That's that's Boros or Mardu. So I don't know. I mean, well, a lot of equipment are, are colorless, so you can just slam a bunch of swords of X and Y into this deck and call it a day. Uh -huh. um, but it's a weird half half Voltron commander. I just don't get it. And you should at least have it say equipments at this point rather than auras mm -hmm. and equipments because what the hell is our auras doing that you know other than giving you some half mana advantage uh, not mana advantage half uh, card advantage because you can play it off the top of the deck like a, a an eighth card. Mm hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's more of a lore thing. That's like, okay, an equipment is a very physical kind of thing, but an aura yeah. is like, 
aura, magical energy protecting you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's just I don't see how this could be anything other than a commander because you would never put this as part of your ninety nine. Like, why would you put this as part of your ninety nine other than the the free equipped thing? Um, Dude, just for the free equip thing, I will do it, okay? <laughs> okay. It, it, free equip! Because <laughs> the other Voltron commanders, the other true Voltron commanders, are going to have red in it, so, mm-hmm. you know, she's already kind of stretching the color pie. Or it's going to be Sigarda, which she can't go into because of the blue. Um, it, uh, Gallia, not because she's good, just because she can't fit anywhere else, she is a double scoop. This is so weird. Dude, very easy problem to fix. You just stick a black blade in there, and you're uh. set. Okay. <laughs> Yo, and she I she equips it for free. She equips it for I free. Forgot. Again, okay. I forget <laughs> the perfect solution to everything. Black blade, correct. Oh, I am mistaken. I am wrong. I eat poop. Good job, <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> All right, that. Very strong double scoop for me and a very iffy double scoop from Pablo. <laughs> but uh, moving on to also another uh, band commander here Storvald Frost Giant Jarl. I, I really hope that this isn't going to be another Zalto, dude. I just, I just cannot have another giant <laughs> with a badass name fucking <laughs> crap all over my dreams. Please, uh, I mean, please giant. let this be- guy be good. This giant looks also has also badass art. Uh, at least compared to other giants, I guess. I mean, he looks huge compared to these tiny other humans in the corner. I don't know. It doesn't matter because they did the giant right. But that just makes me hope so much more that this is a good card, Michelle. So he's a badass okay, art okay. card so, with a badass name. Tell me, tell me what he does. I guess first things first. He he's kind of big. So for four, a green, a white, and a blue. So seven in total. Big cost, but you're in green, so maybe it's fine. Uh, legendary giant. So if we're just looking at the vanilla test, he's a seven seven. So he technically passes uh, huh, okay. the vanilla test. So he's okay, good okay. on that aspect. He's also got Ward 3, so he's also got, like, a form of protection, like, just inlaid in him, so he'll okay. be a lot harder to kill. Good. Better than Zalto, still. You're, you're doing good. Also, he gives other creatures you control Ward 3. Yeah, saved. Very okay. nice. Very, saved. very nice. nice. Alright, and so whenever Storvald enters the battlefield or attacks... So, multiple triggers uh, here. Oh. Choose one or both. Target creature has base power of and toughness of 7-7 seven, seven till the end of turn, or target creature has base power and toughness of 1-1 one, one till the end of turn. Seems like you can oh. do some pretty fun shenanigans with this boy. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank <laughs> God this guy is good. Oh, thank God this guy is good. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, I do like that he gives everybody ward, uh, and I do like that his uh, effect is not just an ETB, but also an attack trigger. So not a damage trigger, but an attack trigger, which is very nice, okay? So you just attack with him, uh, and creatures either get bigger or creatures either get smaller. Nice, nice. And that's it. <laughs> no, good. Uh, what do you think? Uh, double scoop. I am still very afraid of like big mana cost, but he does come in with ward. So unless you're getting counterspelled at the very least, yeah. uh, you won't get like swords for one. 
<laughs> Thankfully, uh, you are also in blue, so you you have a little bit of that dodge power in you. Um, yes, double scoop for me as well. These abilities are weird, but they're fun. They're fun. You can use them. Also, he's he's doing way better than Zalto, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get over that, dude. Uh, Storvald, love it. And he's got cool art to boot, okay, for his cool abilities. So everything just works. Yeah, the, the bar was set very low. I'm glad that he was a good giant and cleared it very effectively rather than trip on it like Zalto. <laughs> yes. And then okay. I think this next one is our last one, Bablo. All right, I will take it home. Uh, remember when you What's said the cat, a cat and bunny joke, Michelle, from, from uh, last episode? This is who I thought you were mentioning. I was like, oh, uh, nice. Michelle is getting that deep lore in. Yeah, yeah, no. that's right. Catty Bree, Catty Bree. Cat and bunny, what? <laughs> no, it's all good. This is Catty Bree, wife of Drizzt. Full stop. Kidding, oh, kidding, straight. kidding. Oh, Caddy, okay. Caddy Bree had a lot of books on her own as well. She's a hero in her own right. Caddy Bree of Mithril Hall, a Selesnia? Oh, okay, cool. Hangs out specifically with Drizzt. Nice. nice. Um, green and a white, a human archer, and its stat line is 2-2. Two, two. Uh, vanilla okay. test passed, fine. Uh, first strike and reach. Nice. Oh, not, not bad. I mean, yeah, not bad. Uh, first strike, very good, very good. And hey, it's an archer with reach, good. <laughs> very nice. Gets uh, gets past flying. Well, it doesn't get past flying, but it, it stops flying, so. And and even hits it first. Yeah. Yes. So, so uh, one of the things in magic that keeps happening is they make they keep making archers with no reach. So oh, <laughs> I'm really? glad that Caddy. Yeah, I'm glad that Caddy has has a actual reach. Good. Okay. Good for her. Um, whenever Caddy Bree of Mithril Hall attacks, put a 1-1 counter on it for each equipment attached to it. Oh! Very Voltron already. Cool, nice. I wish there were more bows that were, um, equipment. Equipment? Because most of the time Caddy's just... uh, Well, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll finish that up in a second. Uh, Mm -hmm. Pay one and remove all of the one-one counters from Caddy Bree. Oh, jeez, that's well, can't remove okay. flex some. You just remove all of them. All right. All of them, yeah. It deals X damage to target attacking or blocking creature and opponent controls where X is the number of. Dude, I would never do this last. Yeah. One. <laughs> <laughs> X is the number of uh, counters removed, removed this, this way. way. I wouldn't mind if you could choose the amount of counters. Uh. You know, because it's like, oh, okay, cool, right? You don't really have to sacrifice her, per se, um, for blocking. But if you have to remove all of them, it's like, okay, well, it's a little little much, okay? Especially when it seems like you've wasted, not wasted, you've put in so much effort to to pump her up to. Secondly, well, just going off of what you were saying, Michelle, I would also accept it if they changed it to any creature rather than attacking or blocking yeah. so i would i would have accepted it if remove everything but you can pop anything that you want or uh remove as many as you want and then pop target attacking or blocking but having both of those conditions tagged onto this one thing I, I would do either or i wouldn't put like uh, i wouldn't do like remove any number of counters to pop anything because i feel like that would be very scary yeah, uh, yeah, and maybe a little too scary, but either or seems good to me, buddy. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yo, 
I'm glad that Caddy is great in every other, like, I mean, yeah, sure, there's going to be some times when you're going to do the last ability. Thankfully, her top three abilities are just so much better. Her, yep. her first strike reach and then the uh, Voltron gimme buff. That is that is enough. You, you, you could have stopped there. You could have stopped there, and she would have been a little bit of a, a blah commander, but it would have been great, right? Yeah, like, there's no worked. argument at all. Um, and with that, of course, double scoop. Yep, double scoop for me as well. Uh, her her pay one ability, a little bit unfortunate, but I'm sure you can find uses for it. Yeah, and here's the thing: you don't have to use it if you don't want to, which True. is the best thing of all. Yeah, you don't you don't have to you don't have to use it. It's great. So you can just have her keep buffing up. Like why? That's just get strong, <laughs> strong. Um. Uh. Let's let. Uh, caveat though, unless you are putting one of the protection equipment onto Calibri, the use case scenario would probably be you put two equipment at most onto her, and then people dislike that, and then kill her, and then you you know resummon her, and which is pretty easy. Two two mana, not human cost too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're running a Voltron deck anyway, chances are you will be running protect. So I'm like, I'm sure, I'm sure she'll be protected. Okay. Plus, dang, she gets out early. Holy shit, does she get yeah. out early. Yeah, nice. and if you can get an equipment out early, if you can get, like, a, I don't know, fucking Lightning Greaves or something. Uh, Shaku. Any any yeah. other two costs or one cost that equip for next to nothing, just mm -hmm. just get on it. Shaku will be an uh, all-star in Calibri, as well as Lightning Greaves, by the way. Yep. Yeah. Dude, we did it. That was it. Nine boys and We've girls. We've completed our campaign. It is the end of the session. Oh, yeah, we better complete a campaign. I've never completed a campaign before, Pablo, okay? So, uh. <laughs> All right. Well, um, speaking of stuff like that, uh, <laughs> not magic things that are happening in our lives, do you have anything you want to share with us, uh, Michelle? It is that time of the episode. That's true. We haven't done one of these in a while. Oh, yeah, no, about two weeks now, so you, yeah. you better have a lot of things to talk about. Hey, Look, I'm sure I do. No, nothing's coming to mind right now, uh, but I'm sure I did a lot of things because I've <laughs> done things in two weeks outside of going to work in the rain. So, well, I'm okay, sure, so. I'm sure. <laughs> so if I'm digging through my head here, uh, I, I did, we did go to Honey Art Cafe, uh, Sunday, I think it was Sunday to to, to do art things, buddy. <laughs> Dang, um, but me and Harry, me and Harry, Harry and I, uh, it, yeah. <laughs> isn't that your job? And then you do it as not your job? No, no, no. So like you, we Honey Art Cafe is nice because it's also a cafe, so you don't have to do any of the classes. You could just kind of sit there with your drink or your food or whatever it is, and just do art. And so I just have a lot of trouble doing art at home, uh, uh, at least in my bedroom. And outside, oh. the, the apartment living room is very messy, so it's, like, super cluttered. I'm like, oh, no stress. I don't want to work out there. So <laughs> I've just been wanting to get out of the house to, like, a, a place where I can work outside just to just to do shit. Amen. Studio space at a premium. I like it. I know, right? I miss, I miss having a studio, uh, but it, it is what it is. And so, I don't know, maybe in the future I'll just go to more cafes and just drink more drinks i guess while, while working damn, on you're our... fucking hipster cottage core bullshit just uh, what the fuck? Uh, i go to the cafe <laughs> to sketch 
<laughs> oh, you know what I am doing? Uh, that's right, I'm scared. So I I started on uh, Harry and Harry and our my my wedding portrait. Oh. Cause uh, the other alternative was to take a picture and then blow that shit up, which would have been the easier option, but the more boring option. But also, uh, w- with that option, my parents get to kind of see what's going on, uh, and then they have power of choice. And so I was like, no. I hate it. <laughs> no, no power of choice for you. Uh, actually, it was Harry that wanted me to, to paint it, uh, which is a pain in the ass for me. But I, I mean, I'll do it. <laughs> It, it sounds it sounds fine and it, hey it's special i mean maybe uh maybe a little I, I guess it just depends on how fast you're gonna do it and how big it is just because it's it's another just another thing on top of the wedding chaos right uh, i mean there's not too much wedding chaos right now i mean we just have to figure out flowers and then the cake and then maybe that's it i don't know i'm sure we'll, oh, okay. we'll figure everything else on the way i, I don't know i'm I'm not trying to stress too much about it. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no stress, no stress podcast. Well, that's the podcast, but what about your wedding? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> JK's but all around, lol. It, it's, it's weird because I draw a lot of art of me and Harry, but I draw a lot of animu art that doesn't really look like us, but it's supposed to be us, and so it's like, oh, it's just animu and so it doesn't look like us and so i'm doing this portrait and it looks like us and it makes me feel really weird it's like, wow it's photorealistic <laughs> it's, wow. not, it's like it's like semi semi-realistic it's not because i don't want it to be photorealistic because I'm, I'm not i'm not the best at realism yo <laughs> okay all right fair enough. <laughs> but it, it's enough so that it looks like me uh, I've I've done like semi-realistic pictures of Harry. It's Harry, so it's not me. So I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But like doing a semi-realistic picture of me that's intended to be blown up for a shit ton of people to see. It's like this makes me feel really strange, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel weird. <laughs> makes me feel self-conscious. That's <laughs> yeah, all good, Michelle. You're, you're gonna do fine. You're gonna do good. Um, <laughs> That's that's a pretty good uh, summation of that, stuff yeah. that was not magic. Yeah. No. What what have you been up to, Pablo? In the two weeks, I think the or three really, but um, stop me uh, if if this was the thing that I said. But remember that Warhammer tournament I was talking about? Oh yes, that's right. Uh, f- uh, this is a way ways back now since we haven't done one of these in a while. I won. <laughs> I remember this. I do remember you talking about this. If I remember correctly, you you texted me about this early on in the games, and you were like, "Oh God, I'm fucking dying. I'm losing." (laughs) Um, To be fair to my opponents and to myself, this was um, I didn't win win per se. I did win, but let me explain it. It was a raffle system. And depending on your standing, you get more tickets to get the prize. I actually only just drew, and that was the best that I did that tournament. But the thing was, (laughs) that draw was all I needed to get (laughs) (laughs) enough chances. And here's here's the great thing about it. There was only one prize, the grand prize pot. Every ticket went into the grand prize. Uh Uh-huh. So, <laughs> um, I mean, it was a lucky lotto ticket draw, but still, I won that tournament by the by the <laughs> weirdest of margins. I was the winner of that tournament. I did take home the grand prize of a, a very big, nice 
Destruction God from Warhammer. You, if if you guys know who I'm talking about, Kragnos. But very cool, hundred fifty dollar prize. It was it was yep. amazing. It was cool. Hey, you take your wins when you can get them, Pablo. Okay. I, I do. Was just, I, like, absolutely. I was just very tickled because unfortunately I, I couldn't have been there to see it because I was out of state. <laughs> oh man. Uh, which I can talk about in a bit, but like uh, it was just funny because uh, you texted me early on and you're like, "Oh God, everything sucks!" And then a few hours later, it's like, "Lol, guess who won, bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> like, That's true. <laughs> that was right. I was I was doom and gloom for the first part and then. In true orc fashion, it doesn't matter if I win or lose, I still win. <laughs> and so I, I was I was very amused, very yeah. tickled. Yeah, that and that was probably I mean there's been other things that happened. That was the most entertaining thing that's happened since the last time we did one of these segments. Yeah. Oh, you know, now that we're talking about it, I did totally okay, so I it's been such a long time. I went to California. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, in the time in the t- in the time that we <laughs> we we've not talked about like I guess anything in this podcast really uh, for family reasons, but overall it was a very interesting trip. Uh, it was only for a weekend, but I got to go to the places I wanted to go, which was like uh, a little. It was a little matchup shop called. Uh, it used to be called Sip, but now it's called Jinbi. Uh, okay, but, dude, matcha's great. I didn't like matcha before, and then I. I like had sip when I first had it years ago, and I'm like, all right, I'm sold, boy. <laughs> I'm it sold. Grew on you. It grew on you. It was good, okay. Uh, and so I was just happy. Uh, I did try to check the local, <laughs> the local magic shops in the area to see if they had Mystic Remores or like Celestial Colonnades, but none of them had any. So I'm like, well, this is unfortunate. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> so very sad. Oh wow! But then on the way back, our plane got delayed like seven hours or some shit like that. And so it was a r- rough time, <laughs> just in the airport for a large amount of time. But I, I, I just read a bunch of manga. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> hey, isn't that your life, though, Michelle? Isn't that the dream? <laughs> uh, and then because I caught up to Chihaya Furu, so I, uh, I was on chapter fourteen. Uh, I think when I was at the airport, and then by the time I got off the plane back to Houston, I was at chapter 100. Jeez, okay, <laughs> well, manga indeed. And so, hey, and then another 130 chapters later, I'm caught up, okay? Not bad, not bad. Mm-hmm. Right, well, um, did you do anything else, Pablo? Well, no. Other than that, it would be all magic stuff. Um, I mean, magic stuff is fine, too. I made the uh, Svelin deck, Svelin deck, however you want to say it. Um, It did exactly what I thought it did. (laughs) It, It... Oh, actually, you know what? No. It popped off and killed two people before it did its combo. So, I mean... Merfolk is not one of the the combat um, combat tribes that people think of, but here's the thing: it was one of the very first tribes in Magic's history, and it has had one of the very first lords too. So, <laughs> just by having seven lords of Merfolk, Ugh. it just Ugh. I put a lord of Atlantis 
I put a master of you know just like one after the other of these things. I on turn four I had uh. three seven sevens. Uh. They were just hanging out, going like, "Yo, what's up, merfolk?" And yeah, not much, my merfolk. And it's like, I guess I swing. They're all unblockable. Jesus, <laughs> so, Pablo. Okay. It was fun stuff. It was fun stuff. Merfolk, dude. What are you? Gonna, what are you gonna do? If you were a blue player, by the way, merfolk are just so hard to deal with. Just hey, so hard. Island I'll take block. this. I'll take this into consideration. All right, because after my Dacon deck, I'm about to do this Hot Boy deck. Uh, with Adrix and Neb, who are also merfolk. Hey, most of the merfolk lords are legit uh, dudes. dudes. Shirtless dudes, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> uh, speaking of, of Dakon, I haven't put the deck together yet. I have all the cards, and I, I gotta check TCG player to see if I'm missing any cards or anything, but after that, I'll be set. <laughs> right, and I do have to give you your uh, Sword of Hearth and Home. So. Woo! But I think that's good. We nice episode, Michelle. Good, good time, Pablo. Yeah. Where where should we put the uh, end music? Uh, we can do it either here or maybe there or neither here nor there, and just put it elsewhere. Like here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Intro and outro music, as always, provided by Kevin McLeod through Creative Commons license. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Turn One Scoop. Yes. Great, uh, great time being here. I'm glad that we got to review another blob of commanders. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, said Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll see you next week.